welcome back to the Menology Project podcast, where I'm your host, Q. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about breaking generational curses. So let's get right to it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome back to the Manology Project Podcast. And yes, sir, I'm your boy, your host, Big Q. And I'm just here today, man. We're going to jump right on into this topic we got to uh, for this uh, evening, man. And check this out. We're going to be talking about generational curses, right? So we want to talk about some things that actually hinder us from being able to move forward in life. Uh of some things that are unseen. So this is some stuff that, man, you don't really even see. And then there's something that we do see. So first of all, we got what are the generational cycles? We're talking like being angry, drugs, alcoholism. We're talking about divorce, pornography, adultery. So a lot of us come out of situations like that, um, which I usually call that like being stamped. Like you, like uh, every bit of you is stamped and seared by things that happen within your household uh, from your parents. Right. Whether it's your parents there, uh, a single home parent, two parent home uh, raised by your grandparents, whatever the case may be, we're all seared and stamped by uh, by by things that are actually happening with inside of those uh, relationships. So the first thing we want to do is talk about what is a generational curse. So this is believed to be something that's like passed down from one generation to the next. So. Um, when I look at my life, uh, my dad, my dad's dad, his dad all got divorced um, and, and it all ended in divorce. All those marriages ended in divorce. Uh, so I decided once I got married that I would ask the Lord, you know, listen, how do I actually break the generational curse of being divorced? I really wanted to have like the first perfect marriage that you can even ask for. Right. Um, and I tell you, with some skill training some communication you can get very close to it right uh but my thing was that so divorce was uh was a big thing in our family that plagued the crumby family uh so i basically wanted to try to get out of that right i want to get from up under that generational curse in these ungodly type patterns right and so the first thing i learned is that when i stem all the way back in my dad's family like uh, relationship with God was not really the for the most upfront thing that was taking place at that time. Right. So having a relationship with Christ, non-existent, uh, you can't have a really, uh, you can't be the, the man that you're supposed to be at the highest level without a relationship with God. And so that we know that that was part of the big ticket is that that piece was missing. So there was no relationship with God. And so what we want to do is we want to dive into the fact that, um, if you, if you, if you take the fathers out of the home, then you're out, you're being stamped and seared by abandonment, uh, which automatically, uh, puts you in a pickle as a man on, from a trusting standpoint. Uh, so they talk about men not having, you know, men don't want to commit. Well, check the background history on what was deposited into him. Sometimes things are just deposited into them that you may not even really know that had actually an effect on you. Uh, but basically it has, uh, I found that relationships is one of the big driving forces of the hottest flame that will sear you to bring out all the crappy stuff that's inside of you. Right? So when we're talking about these, uh, how did that, these, uh, type of, um, 
um, these type of generational curses like get into our family. It's just basically just uh, the ability not to really know Christ, uh, not understanding God's word, uh, not building a relationship with them. So when that's not taking place, uh, the devil is able to get in and sneak some things in on us and change our view, our lens on the way that we view life. Uh, and that's the best way he can to destroy us. So, uh, you know, this this podcast is all about strengthening and, and, uh, and bringing awareness around what true manhood looks like. And uh, because I understand that the devil, that's his main focus is that we can get men out the way or have men not sure of themselves, not understanding their value and their identity and their purpose is that it's an easy target to destroy the entire family. So our culture right now is in a headlock because of dads being missing at home. And so kids are not really getting that balance that they're supposed to have from a mother and a father. Then on top of that, with that not being in place, then you got all these generational curses that are already lingered in there. Right. So the kids are just being stamped and seared by all kind of things. Um, and I'm a witness to it because I come out of a divorced family. So I understand that the devil tries to link all these pieces to you to play with your mind so that you can actually just do a repeat. Right. So you feel abandoned, you feel, uh, uh, undervalued. You, you know, um, you know, you feel judged. All these things are taking place in your life and you're not really understanding it. It's like, why am I so uncomfortable in my own skin? Or why don't I really, this is something that I don't, you know, in your mind, you're like, I don't really want to do this, but it seems like the more I don't want to do it, the more I do it. Right. And so that's the bad part about the generational curses is that they don't care about that. They don't really care that, you know, that you have, uh, a family and that you make a lot of money and, you know, and you're a deacon at your church or you're a pastor at a church. Don't care. Uh, any way that it can, it can get bubbles up in you. Those things will start to show up. So if you're in, if you're inherited, you inherited, you know, uh, where your dad, you know, most of the time, if you see young men and where their fathers went to jail or where was a gangbanger, eventually the kid may start off on the right path but without a consistent mentor or leader to show him something different, um, he'll end up actually doing the very thing that he actually resents for what 90% of his life is that my dad wasn't there, but he'll literally become who his dad is to his own children uh, and be absent or divorced or in prison or something. And so what we want to do here uh, on this channel or in this podcast is be able to provide a different way to look at things. Like how do we strategize ourselves to be in the best position to not repeat some of the things that we've come out of or have been seared by. Right. So I'm just going to look down here at my notes, right? Cause I got some stuff down here. So it says, how do we break some of these curses or cycles? First of all, we got to do is we got to get an understanding of, of God and what he says about us. So we know all the scriptures, right? I'm the head. I'm not the tail. Uh, you know, I'm above and not beneath. And uh, those are all great to quote all day long. Right. But uh, at some point you have to actually believe it. And so finding someone actually walk side by side with you allows you to be able to actually start to figure out how to believe what the scripture says, uh, because we can read the Bible all day long. But if you don't actually believe it, which means that you actually walk it out in your life. Uh, it's pretty much a hit or miss. It's like, I believe some of it. I don't believe this. Uh, and then all of a sudden our lives are in this curve, 
you know, we're on this roller coaster in our life. And so my thing is, I propose that the first thing we do is figure out what, what does God want from us? So I mentor a group of men, uh, married, single. Uh, But that's my first question to them is that, you know, have you really given your life over to Christ? And when I say that, I mean, like, are you actually acting is all your are your actions towards what the Bible says or what the scripture says on how you should deal with yourself as a man? Uh, do you have self-control? Um, are you sober minded? You know, um, you know, are you looking at women as uh, as a means for you to actually become a protector of them? Or are you misusing them? I mean, these are the things that God is asking from us for as a man. But we got to kind of dive into those scriptures. We need to, you know, find us a church. Uh, first of all, give ourselves over to Christ, you know, get saved. Uh, this is my first thing I tell young men that uh, to be the best that you want to be, uh, it is best to connect and link up with God uh, because he does have the best for you. Uh, then second, what we have to do is we got to stop blaming our family. So we got to stop blaming mom and dad or, you know, you guys never gave me this. You never gave me that. Or dad left us. Uh, I put you put it like this. If I would have lived my life on what I missed out on or why my dad wasn't at the house or why did he divorce my mom? And if I had to carry that on throughout my entire life, I don't think I'd be married for 20 something years this year. Right. Um, a great father. Uh, and this is not me saying it, but speaking with my kids on a regular basis, being told that I'm a great father, uh, being told by my wife that I'm a great husband. Um, I don't live for that. I really just work hard at, um, being the best I can be, uh, under the, um, the leadership of Christ, uh, which allows me to, to miss out on those. I literally dodge all those curses basically because I'm just going after the way that God told me to be as a man. Um, so you don't really have to try to fix it yourself. You have to just chase after Christ. And then that way, uh, the word said that if you leave all of that and cast that at his, at his feet, like, all those cares, you know, he'll actually take care of them. Um, I'm a witness to it. Uh, so I'm just telling you that that's the best way to start. So we got to stop blaming uh, our family. And then once we stop blaming our families, then we'll stop being a slave to the fact that, right, my dad wasn't there. That's a fact. But you don't want to be a slave to that fact. Uh, you know, my mom was on drugs. Uh, my dad beat my mom. Uh, my dad cheated on my mom. My mom cheated on my dad. I mean, um, uh, my parents uh, both passed away when I was young. Uh, you don't know. Abandonment is a real big uh, self-esteem destroyer. It would destroy your self-esteem if you lose a piece of your actual growth process. Um, you definitely have an abandonment issue if somebody who was supposed to be there is not there or is halfway there or says they're going to be there and they don't, you know, and they don't never really show up the way that they're supposed to. That creates abandonment issues. And when you get abandonment issues, then it leaks over to being angry. Once it gets to being angry, if there's no checkpoint there, then we have to do something to suppress that anger, which leads us to drugs, alcoholism, or abuse over women. I mean, it's just something that, you know, we feel like we can control that. So that's something that we would yield to. So we want to get out of that slave mentality to things that have happened in our life that may have not fit the, you know, the quote unquote, perfect family, mom, dad, you know, two kids, a dog, white picket fence. Uh, some people have not coming out of that and they're doing very well. 
Uh, but that doesn't mean that you haven't been, you know, stamped with something that is trying to every day pull you back into a, a, a wrong mentality. Right. Uh, number three, then we basically we want to get an accountability partner. Um, the group that I created with my fellows uh, is about eh, about seven or eight or nine of us. Um, and that's what that circle was made for. It was made to help us, you know, pretty much stay accountable uh, for our actions, uh, stay accountable to serving Christ the proper way, uh, to be in the right type of husband to our wives, the right type of father to our children, uh, building a relationship as a father with our sons. And this is whether you're married or if, even and you've been even if you're divorced, because uh, I got guys that are married and divorced that I mentor. And uh, even my guys that are divorced, I'm telling the same thing is that you'll break the generational curse by starting a new path that your son can actually see. So even if you are divorced, you want to actually still teach him how to correct some wrong mistakes. That's a, it's a teaching opportunity, even though if you made a mistake, be honest, be truth, truthful, uh, and then teach him how to actually uh, correct a mistake in his life. So if you do get another wife, then be the best husband that you can be towards that wife so that your son can see that you did something to break the curse. Like you, you want to show him that, oh, I made a mistake, bro, but let me show you the right way now that I'm more mature, that, I, that I'm more knowledgeable of what marriage should look like or what who I should be in a marriage. Um, so we want to make sure that we have that accountability partner with us. Um, and then that'll give us, uh, just a helping hand to be able to walk through these troubled times in our life when we're trying to figure out stuff as a man. I watched a couple of uh, um, videos on the Instagram or YouTube or whatever, right? And so you got like men on here like crying and sharing and, you know, if I would have somebody to talk to, man, blah, blah, blah. And they're literally just telling <laughs> everybody on social media. And I'm like, well, that's cool, man, but it, it, that's not really don't we don't want to have social media being our accountability partner you know what i'm saying make it more intimate find a, a couple of people that you can actually you know be honest and truthful with and that you can allow to provide you with some constructive criticism um because once you can allow that they'll be able to help you uh see and and find those things that have seared you or damaged you along your path uh from your family i mean you know, I don't care how great the family is. I don't care if it's a church family. I don't care if it's whatever it is. We are stamped and, and seared by things that take place, whether we know it or not. Uh, what you think is a great thing, your kids may think is something totally different. They're being seared and stamped by their own thought process about how they view things in the relationship between you and your spouse. And so you have to make sure that you sit down and talk to them because basically they'll walk away thinking <laughs> something totally different than what you actually were doing. And that's how we kind of steer ourselves away from, you know, my mom and dad was married for 40, 50 years and then all the children are all divorced. That just means that somebody steered away from some things that were deposited the proper way, but through our own view lens, we see something else. And so we want to make sure that what we're doing and what our kids are receiving match up. I mean, it's just plain and simple. I don't care if you're a single parent or if you're a two home parent. Uh, I don't care if you're a grandparent that's raising your grandchildren is that whatever you are doing, sit down and talk to them to make sure that that's what they're receiving. 
uh, because the receiver is the most critical part. The, the person who's receiving this information has got to receive it properly or else all your efforts are done in vain because they basically didn't even get what you were trying to tell them or show them. Uh, I've learned also that showing is way more than telling. So I show my son, I show my daughter uh, more than I really try to tell them a lot of things. I try to make sure my life is an example and then I back up my showing them with sit down conversations at a round table, kind of like what my mom did. My mom instilled that in us, which is uh, to be able to sit down and actually give me honest feedback on how do you view me as a parent? This had, this helped me when I was younger to actually break the generational curse uh, from divorce over my family um, and to be an upstanding person, uh, basically because my mom was able to allow me to be able to be honest about how do I feel about the divorce situation. Um, if you are divorced or you get in divorce or whatever, understand that those kids seem more than you thought that they've ever seen. They've heard more than you think that they've ever heard. And they're impacted probably a thousand more times than you actually think that they're impacted. Um, I would definitely suggest that not only in your account, you know, finding someone to hold you accountable, uh, you go get counseling. Um, I know in the church, that's not a big thing, you know, to tell people to go get counseling in that fashion. Um, but I'm just telling you that to, uh, if you can have someone that you can actually speak your truth to, um, it does help you to process what you've been through. So you, if you can tell your truth on how you perceived it or how it looked to you or how it affected you, it does help the healing process. The Bible says that, hey, if you have anything that you should actually be telling each other, like we should be bringing this to each other. Um, it was never meant for us not or to hold things in and put a cap on it and, and, and try to live with drama or um, or just things in us that that uh, that that are poison um, and, you know, trying to d digest what divorce or uh, alcoholism is. You know, you're on drugs and you're trying to hold this in or if you have a kid that's on drugs. We weren't really built to hold this stuff in. God understands that fellowship relationships is what we need to use to actually help us stay sane. Like it helps us stay stable, uh, having positive relationships in our life that we can actually be with and talk to people so that we can pour out our heart and get healed from it. Uh, and then pray and read the scripture and stuff, but we have got to be able to talk. Um, uh, like I said, I, we, I got my little group that we're with and I'm amazed that, we have a lot to talk about. Like men are going through a lot of stuff, man. But, we, you know, we try to be strong. We don't want to look weak in front of our boys. So we don't really share what we have going on. But basically, we are struggling with a lot of different things. Uh, that's what this platform is for. Uh, I'm hoping that you share this with anybody. And let your boys know that uh, there's a platform here, man, where we can talk and chop it up. I follow a couple other platforms where young men are are really just speaking uh it's not about you know uh a, a a to do you know if you did this more this and that no it's just a platform where we can actually discuss situations that we go through as men comment about it get a common ground where we can all say yeah this would be pretty cool for me uh everything that I, we talk about on this show may not fit you but i hopefully something comes across that you can go you know what i'm kind of dealing with that i want to 
uh, I want to listen or either chime in. Uh, please chime in because uh, as men, we got a couple of guys out there or hundreds of thousands of guys who've been in positions that we're in right now and who've accomplished great feet, uh, great things out of it, out of those situations, uh, who has allowed God to use them mightily out of those situations, uh, who has been healed and, and, and have been created anew. And so I want those guys to help chime in so that we can make sure we have the right type of direction uh, on, you know, on where we should be going. Because um, like I said, on this, we're all about the value, identity and purpose. Uh, three things that I believe that the enemy is after in men every single day. He wants you to be devalued. He wants you to be lost in who you really are. And when those two are, you know, have been impacted, basically getting to your purpose, uh, it, it, it'll probably be a wash because that value and that identity takes they need to be solid and concrete for you to actually find your real purpose. Uh, chasing after money is not a purpose. Like I know that we feel like I'm going to get this paper and all of that kind of stuff, but that's not real purpose. Uh, purpose is really based on service. Uh, how are you serving other people? Uh, that is the true purpose of God. When God places a purpose in someone's life, it's usually to service someone else or some other thing. Uh, and it's not really self-serving. I'm not saying that you wouldn't earn a living from it. But what I'm saying is that the majority of what you're doing should be self-serving. It should be not self-serving, but it should be put in place to serve someone else. Uh, don't be confused with your job as your purpose, uh, you know, because you can work a job. But that doesn't mean that's your purpose. Um, so we're going to dive into each one of those. Uh, you know, over the course of this podcast, value, identity and purpose. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed you know, this, the topic on today, breaking generational curses. We just remember the three things that we want to do is understand what God says about us. Dive deep in those scriptures. Give your life over to Christ. Humble yourself. Uh, number two is stop blaming our families. Yeah. Pops messed up. Mom messed up. Grandma messed up. Somebody messed up. Okay. Let's get over the blame game and start centering ourselves on around. How do we purge the, um, that negativity out so that we can actually start breaking the curse and moving towards a better, a better you, a better me. And then last but not least is getting that accountability partner or accountability team to help, you know, with the process, the discussion, uh, just the understanding, the venting. Um, I'm big on, you know, venting and getting that off your chest so that way you can be free. Uh, you're a better husband, you're a better friend, you're a better father when you can get a release. Uh, many fathers are uh, are trying to have self-control, but it's hard to have self-control when you continue to stuff all the negativity down within you uh, and you're trying to tighten that lid up every single time. Eventually, you're going to put too much in there. Uh, that lid can only hold down so long. And what you don't want to do is you don't want that lid to pop when you're at home with your wife. And it pop when you're at work and you lose your job. Or your kids are just asking for a popsicle. And now you're throwing a table across the room, right? Uh, basically because you're just taking on all life's, uh, all the things that life is throwing at you. And then you don't have anywhere to actually vent or let it go. So that's my last one, having that accountability. And that'll help us be able to break the power of any type of generational curses or, or things that we've been seared with right so uh check this out man share look down in the description down there you should see subscribe hit the little bell notification so that you can get um 
uh, any new episodes that come through. Hope you guys enjoyed it. This is your boy Q, and I am out. Peace.